A home with a mysterious past, strange occurrences, and perhaps a ghost. I'm your host, Regina Helton, and I have a spooky story for you. Welcome to History and Mysteries. Today's story is a bit longer than usual. I could spend some time talking about this home and the stories associated with it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this spooky tale. The house was a Detroit Tudor-style home, an all-brick, older, yet strong and stately home that sat at the end of the street. To a young family, this home was a fresh start, a new beginning, and a major upgrade. There was plenty of room to spread out. Each of the older children had their own rooms, and there was a large backyard where they could play. It seemed like a dream home. The house also had plenty of unique charm for a child's imagination to enjoy. Like the little closet next to the front door with a window in it, it was perfect for a child to hide in. Or the creepy basement, which was great for a game of hide and seek. The story goes the house had once belonged to a stockbroker who lost it all, and there were strange little reminders from the previous owners, such as the scribbled date in the master bedroom closet. 1942 had been etched into the door at about the height of a child. Not long after the family moved in, strange occurrences started. The foyer of the home was beautiful, with large French doors separating the space from the dining room, the front steps, and the front door. The front door would mysteriously be unlocked and partially open every morning. No matter how many times the family ensured it was locked, the next morning, the door would be open. Locks were changed, new doorknobs installed, yet the door would be open every day. Maybe it was the ghost of the stockbroker opening the door each morning to get the newspaper. In the upstairs bathroom, the water faucets for the sink and tub would turn on full blast without warning in the middle of the day. There were no voices in the night or spooky shadows, but it seemed as though something or someone in the home wanted things done their way and wanted noticed. The parents just brushed the occurrences off and went on with life. Then one day, the little girl of the family was playing upstairs with her younger brother, who was a toddler at the time. They were in their older brother's bedroom, playing a game. Kerplunk was the game, which was obviously not safe for a toddler, but hey, it was the late 80s and early 90s. The little girl heard footsteps come up the stairs and go into her parents' bedroom. She called out to her parents, but no one answered. The little girl thought it was her dad, maybe playing a joke or trying to scare them. He liked to jump out and give everyone a good scare from time to time. The little girl left her brother sitting on the bed and walked down the hallway to her parents' bedroom to see who was upstairs. When she reached her parents' bedroom, the long, sheer white curtains in the window were blowing hard in the afternoon breeze. In between the billowing curtains, the little girl saw something something odd. Behind the curtains, on her mother's side of the bed, 
In the corner stood a tall person with what looked like a sheet over their head, just standing there while the curtains blew in the breeze. It was a distinct form, all white, solid, not moving. The figure looked like a ghost from a typical ghost story, minus the cut-out eyes and the sheet. The little girl thought her dad was trying to scare her, but regardless, she ran as fast as she could down the stairs to find her mother. She left her brother behind, yelling for her parents all the way down the staircase. When she reached the kitchen, her mom, dad, and older brother were all sitting there staring at her and asking her to tell them what was wrong and what had happened. Breathless, she described what she had seen. The figure in the corner, with the sheet over it, feet visible, yet unmoving. Her parents dismissed the story as childlike imagination and rushed to her little brother. There were no answers, no resolve, no explanation for who or what she had seen. Yet to this very day, when she thinks of the story, she feels the ghost in the corner was a man with no explanation as to why. Maybe it was the ghost of the stockbroker lingering behind to give a scare or two. Maybe three. If you enjoyed this episode, there are tons of ways that you can stay involved with the podcast. You can follow along on Spotify, Instagram, at History and Mysteries, or the website historyandmysteries.com. And please tell everyone you know, anyone who enjoys mysterious events, spooky history, unexplained events, or paranormal encounters. And if you have a scary story that you'd like to submit, you can do that through the website at historyandmysteries.com. If you would like to support this podcast through the fan club, you can also check that out on the website as well. Thanks!